I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Oh boy, oh boy, it's Oops the Podcast. I'm Francis, he's Julio. G, how are ya? Good man, how you doing? Boy, I'm excited for our guest today. You know her. Oh yeah, know her well. Yeah. Remy, Remy Casimir. Remy Casimir. How are you, Remy? I'm great. How are you guys? I'm so happy to be here. Man, we're thrilled to have you. It's Remy Casimir. She is the host of How Come, the podcast about uh, orgasms. Yeah. And lack thereof. Yes. And how to help people find a way to come. Yes. All right. Really I, cool. I have so many questions about you. Mm. The first question I have is, relates back to the podcast. Okay. Which was, you know, you started this podcast about the fact that you'd never had an orgasm before. Yeah. It was, as you said, very personal to you. Yeah. Within short order, you had sorted it out. Yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah. Would you say that the podcast led you there more quickly? Yeah. That was the whole thing. I like used it as a vehicle to learn how to do so. But also what's interesting is it wasn't an assignment that I had gotten on the podcast that made it happen. Um, once a bunch of like my comic friends found out that I wasn't coming, they were like, oh, you need to come on our podcasts. So I went on The Good, The Dad, The Ugly with Will Winner and Patrick Schroeder and Casey Salango. And Will was like, have you heard of this toy called The Womanizer? And I was like, No. And apparently that's the one that had made it happen for Rachel Sennett. So like she begat Will, who begat me. And uh, <laughs> yeah, here we go. Yeah. Struggling with this begat business. And uh, yeah, so that was the thing that made it happen. Do you what know is Will? The one, I, Sorry. I, I, no, but I saw you posting about him. Oh, yeah. Did you I, do a show I, with him? Well, I, he's a good friend. I love him. I just pictured this conversation. He's like, yo, you should try the womanizer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, it works, dude. Yeah, it works. Rachel Senate, she'd never had one. Now she does. What is, the, what is the womanizer and what does it look like and how does it work? Okay. So the womanizer is amongst, a womanizer is not the one that I recommend to everybody now because it's super expensive, but there's a bunch of toys and they've all got air pulse technology. Mm. Um, so when you picture the thing, it, it, they have many different shapes, but it's not really about the shape of the thing. What um, is important is like there's a little circle that sticks out. And that's about the size of a clit. And you put it around the clit and it kind of does like a, like not suction, but like back and forth. And it simulates like a small little blowjob for your clit. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. That, am I getting it right? Yeah. yeah. Turning anyone on here? Yeah. I think G's got it the best. Like a little mouse trying to find cheese. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. This is helpful. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it basically <laughs> gives your clit a blowjob, which is great because the clit is made up of what? The same embryonic tissue as the penis and gets boners. So yeah. Oh, clit boners? Clit boners. Clits. Yeah. I've seen some big clits in my life. Have you? Uh, I used to. Mm. You're sucking on those See, big mine clits, apparently dude. is very small. <laughs> and that's why I needed these toys. Interesting. It's that very small, sense. very buried. Mm. Yeah. Heavens. Yeah. So, <laughs> See, this is this is the kind of like it's weird to talk. I think you're a little weird. No, about I'm weird bodies. because I'm thinking of massive clitori. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'm thinking of like bobble clitori, like WNBA ball clitori. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Just, yeah. Just <laughs> those ones I've heard are easier to get off because like you can literally suck on them and like. 
Yeah, low-hanging fruit. Well, this is helpful. So Whack them off. So are you supposed to expose the clitoral region? Like the Sometimes teeth? I think back you know Julia. you are, Julio. That's why you Sometimes it's too sensitive. You <laughs> can't get right on it. See? What he's saying. That's you got to so, dance around it. So true. That's why the wind thing works for a lot of people because like, yeah. I've never liked direct like, wah, 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 stim- like that always has been like, yeah. ooh, stop that. Tippity top, top, the tip, tip, top. And you don't stop, but you do when she asks you, you to. You know, <laughs> let me let me say this. What is that song? Sometimes in, in, it's in new. when you watch by uh, Remy and the Fran. Sometimes when you watch clit, clitori conolingus, yeah, the guy or or woman mm-hmm. will uh, pull the abdomen skin up. Yes, yes, and that it, 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 it exposes it's as if it like, the clit pulls it out. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, hello, dear friend. Do you want to? Yeah. Then you spend time on it. Teddy, our friend. That we were talking about didn't know until he watched the episode of Explain that I was on because I was on an episode um, on Netflix of Explain called The Female Orgasm and it's like very scientific. Teddy goes, I didn't know that there was a clitoral hood. I thought it was just the thing, and I was like, Yeah, that's why you pull it up. Mm. But like a lot of people don't know that. A lot of girls don't even know that. Interesting. Interesting. I didn't know that. So then you're supposed to be delicate with it once it's exposed. Julia, it depends. Let me explain. <laughs> How it, this works, okay? Because Remy, I have some idea, Remy but you know, only just started to come. I want to know more two and years more. ago. I know. Okay. okay. <laughs> continuing this mansplaining bullshit. Oh, okay, great. Um, so here's what you want to do. You want to get the, the lady, uh, you know, put her feet in the stirrups, mm. and then, um, you know, you take a, a finger or two and insert it and uh, make a come hither motion, mm-hmm. almost as if you were to scratch your chin. Uh, but your chin is buried, of course, in the in the clitoris, and then Wait, you. That's right. Are you saying come hither while in the vag? Yeah. Okay. And then so you're also uh, simultaneously doing putting your tongue oral. On the, okay, yeah. great. Yeah, those okay. two things in concert. Yes. Also pulling the skin of the abdomen north. Yes. To can pull I, the hood no, off. Can I tell no, you why no. the come hither is a a good thing? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I learned this. Um, and they only discovered in 1998, which is insane. But when you think about the clitoris, you only think about that little bump, right? That's on the outside. Or in the case of your women, huge, Christmas huge, oh, hulking clitoris. Right. Mm-hmm. The thing on the outside. But the clit actually goes four inches back into the body. And then it's got these bulbs and these legs that straddle the vaginal opening. And most women's are like kind of above it. But the women that can come from just penetration alone, which is like only eight to 25% of women, not very large, just in, internal. The reason they can do that, it's not because they're having a vaginal orgasm. It's because the clitoris legs in their bodies are outside the vaginal opening. So the dick is rubbing up against the clit from the inside, right? So there's no such thing as a vaginal orgasm. No, they're all clitoral orgasms. This is news. This is yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. So if you're having trouble picturing what Remy's talking about, imagine a little neck clam. You ever seen a little neck clam? Mm-mm. You know where they bring you the little bowl of hot water and you take the clam out and then you pull the thing off and then you got to dip it in the water and then you eat it? Yum, yum, yum. No, we're not all from Maine. <laughs> Seafood. Steamers. Have you I'm had familiar steamers? familiar with the terms. Yeah. But I couldn't steamers. Like... Steamers. Right? You, muscles? The little like, no, no, not muscles. Steamer clams, right? You, 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 there's the little like brown kind of leg. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing is what you're saying goes back in for some women. Kind of looks like an artery, like for a from sure. the heart, like a ventricle. Let me show sure. you because it's more like, like a, 
Like a cowboy with no head and no arms straddling a horse. It makes sense. Oh, like a wishbone. Like that. So I have a joke about this. Yeah, too, yeah like more I'm, like a wishbone. Someone get, I got I received a tutorial once about this. And I remember once the tutorial was done, I was now doing a motion. And I talk about this in this bit. Mm-hmm. But I, where I looked like I was calling a small animal. Oh, yeah, I remember this. Similar to doing this. Yeah. This move. Yeah. <laughs> Coaxing and uh, yeah. a, a, a frantic a horse. Feline. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is all helpful stuff. I, I I'd like to continue to be a student of the game. To it's please a good my partners. bit. That bit. I used to look at Ben during. I'd be like, Why don't you fuck it up? Mm. <laughs> it's mine because it's mine. Come God on. Damn it. Oh, you mean? Oh, like why wouldn't he do it yeah, to you? Yeah. Stick it That's out until funny. the dog licks your ass. Come on. <laughs> That's, <funny>. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I keep the thank you. Yeah, challenging uh, gently to a fight. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's good too. Yeah. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, anchor.fm, download it now. There's so much <laughs> There's so much about sex that's so incredible. What a culture there is around it. You've done an amazing job building this podcast. It's obviously so relatable for Thanks. so many people. How many people that listen to your podcast tell you that as a result of things they've learned from their pot, your podcast have come for the first time? Upwards of 400 women around the world have oh had their first God. orgasms because of the podcast, but also people have had like their first time coming with a partner, the first time squirting, the first time coming alone. Maybe they'd only done it like with another person, anal orgasms, like all these different things like that. People are like, yeah, I did one just when thinking. And I was like, what? But wow. you can. All right. Well, let me ask you this about squirting. Oh, dude, you took the words right out of my mouth, pal. I am so fascinated. You took the by words right out of my mouth. Squirting yeah. for squirting, as yeah. they say. If you are a woman <laughs> mm-hmm. and you know that you have torrential orgasms. Sure. Is that the term? Sure, well, torrential. That's a good one. We're gonna, a day, if a deluge is, you know, if <laughs> storms are coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Then if, if if you know you're one of those people, yeah, should you warn your partner beforehand of what is about to happen? Huh. I have never thought about this. Let me my, tell you. My answer is no, dude. Dude. Bring it on, baby. Out of. Yeah, I would like. My thing was that. Yeah. Is that a sprinkler? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, further to yeah, that question, yeah. this is what I would say, right? Yeah. If, if 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 I had a woman over here and she was, you know, a, a volume person, yeah, uh, and we had sex on my bed, yeah, I would probably want to put a towel down first, yes, especially after learning about Julio's. I mean, truly, uh, though, a towel's not going to do anything. Towels are like viruses. the least good thing for squirt. Like they fly. Okay, let's say a tarp. I mean, I don't have a tarp, a tarp but if I had one. No, but th- did you know that there's these sheets that are like specifically made for, for bedwetting? Yeah, bedwetting, but also like there's like sexier ones now for squirters. Oh. 
Yeah, that they're like black and stuff. Wow. Yeah. Um, and there's ew. also thinks, no, not ew. I'm sorry. I thinks, have said ew. See, I think most I have heard most guys are turned on by squirting, but then there is the occasion where like you're like a very clean guy. Like I yes. think like you're that's like it's not that you think this act of squirting is gross. You just don't want the cleanup. You know, I love my cleaning lady. Yeah. I tip her a lot at Christmas, yeah. and if I had her come over. Mm-hmm. On a morning after we had soiled the bed, yeah. I would hate to be like, hi, Marta. So happy to see yeah. you. Just FYI, this woman, you know, <laughs> opened the floodgates last woman. night. The bed is saturated. <laughs> you might want to let it air out a little bit. There's a, um, Thinks makes a blanket. It's called a sex blanket now. Huh. And it's for under. Yeah. I have ones. They're called the Companion. Um, it's like a little spot. Like I don't like, like I love my mattress. I love my sheets. I don't like ruining stuff. Yeah. I don't know as far as like warning a person, like, cause I'm not having a ton of random sex, but yeah, if you can tell that the guy's house is clean, maybe be like, we should do this in the bathroom the first time or something just yeah. out of respect for property. And so that you don't have to feel like insecure during the act, you know, couches, I, the, Certain right. things are harder to clean and replace. Yeah, this is and, true, but it's such a nice experience. Like it's for if that is ever a thing that I would think would happen. Like if it happens, I'm so psyched that I'm just willing to go camping in the wetlands after, dude. Right? Yeah, and I would say bog a lot stomping. of people feel that bog way. Stomping. You're gonna go bog stomping. <laughs> that's good. Put but on the old galoshes and slosh around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's go find some some beavers. <laughs> Let's go look at the eagles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I used to think people thought it was most people thought it was gross. Uh, no, but, I don't think it's yeah. gross, and I think it's natural. And but <laughs> I believe you. But, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, uh, if you're a woman and you're a square, there's nothing. There's no shame in that, of course. Yeah, I w- literally I went one? from zero to I, I squirted the first time I came. Like oh, wow. a wow. lot. Yeah. So is that is can everybody squirt? I don't know. I'm un- I'm unclear. Honestly, there's not like a ton of scientific research about like squirting female sexual. Right. Yeah. But, but you're but breaking now, down the wall a little, a little more. I'm not doing science. I, all I do kind is experiments on myself. That's science, pal. Yeah. I'm like, Ben, get in the lab. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, all right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have him reading a book right now, which he should have read by now, but um, everybody should read it. It's called She Comes First. And it's like tips and tricks on eating puss. And mm. it's great. Eating wow. puss. Yeah. Well, this is fascinating. Julia's taking that name, that book down. It's um, amazing. A lot of, do you know Lisa Traeger? I do. Yeah. She's got a whole joke about how when she started hooking up with girls, she read that book. And she was like, yeah, I don't know why guys think it's hard because I, I read a book and now I'm amazing at it. Wow. Yeah. I'm always open to being coached. I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah. If some definitely. dude is just that macho and that hard headed that he says, I'm not gonna heed any advice, I'm going forward with whatever I've learned myself and then he's wrong. If it doesn't work, it's because she's broken. That that's bullshit, obviously. Also, people like different stuff. Yes. Like so sometimes they'll come in with like a move that you're like, Okay, she was interesting, but like I'm different. Mm-hmm. You know? That's interesting. Well, you, I, I don't know why this reminded me of this, but Grant Gordon, the comedian, he mm-hmm. now lives in L.A., said one of the most memorable things I've ever heard. I, he, he said something about how he really liked this girl, and he goes, I'm going to fuck her like a poor man. 
And I was like, what? I was like, what do you mean? And he goes, he goes, cause a poor man, that's all he has to offer. And I was like, that's fucking profound, dude. <laughs> He's like, so he just goes for it. I'm like, that's incredible. Yeah. You know, it's a good line. Ever since my financial future became sound, I've really given up in the bedroom. <laughs> I just don't see the point. You're like, I try. have a duplex in Chelsea. <laughs> I don't go out of town on women ever. You know, if she wants to be here. Great. It's not going to be great sex though. Yeah. Lev Fur and I were saying, uh, former fat kids, uh, they're the best in bed. Because they're like way grateful and they love to eat. <laughs> That's funny. Interesting. That's interesting. Mm. I got a question for you, Remy. Yeah. Um, so I feel that this is a thing that is more complicated for you than the average person potentially. Wrong. Because, well, just not the okay. coming. Not the coming. Oh, okay. I mean, <laughs> your, the, your path. Meaning oh, that yeah. you come from a, the city mm-hmm. when, and you know, you said your dad was trying to get into Maidstone. You know what I mean? Your parents maybe appear to kind of maintain some sort of social stature to Mm -hmm. some degree. And Mm -hmm. you know, the city is a very judgmental place. I've learned where like parents act like not saying your parents, but parents act like middle school kids their entire lives. Yes. So because of that, it seems like a becoming a comedian and B having a podcast about coming, even though it's much more complicated than that. And there's a ton of substance. Mm -hmm. It seems like that is a much more daunting path to take for someone like you than the average person. I would agree. But I also think for that reason, it was really good for me to be like the poster child of like, this is normal because I am from such like a like, quote unquote good family, like good upbringing, Upper like side. went to private school. Totally. Like, Which school did you go to? I went to Riverdale Country School Ooh, up right. in the Those Bronx. Schools, That's yeah. one yeah. of them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Horace yeah. Mann and Fieldston. Fieldston. Yeah. SAR is up there too, right? What's that? It's like one of the Jewish, one of those Jewish schools, mm. like Ramaz kind of thing. Maybe. I think so. DiGiorno. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like, you know, cream of the crop situation. Yeah, no. So like a lot of um, people felt like it was like like a, a me that they were looking at instead of just like like a lot of comics come from like, I don't know, or people think a lot of comics from come from broken homes and like they're crazy. We and come stuff. from everywhere. We come from everywhere. Like um, but so it's not like hearing a, a person say that and it's like, oh, well, that's like a derelict. You know, right. like it was mm. like, yeah. Right. Um, my parents, not so much into the, st- I mean, now they are more into stand up, but they've always been really supportive of the podcast because they're both medical professionals. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So, and See, my, I thought they weren't supportive of it. They are? Oh, no. Supportive of the podcast oh, to a great. fault. Great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, my dad's like, oh my God, can I get you any of my friends like to be a guest or That's whatever? Great. And I'm, yeah. Can I just say yeah. something about that? What is it about? No, and and t- correct me if this is completely wrong, but I feel like mm. Jewish parents have a much healthier relationship talking about sex about with sex. their kids than other religious. All my Jewish friends and their parents have this weird open dialogue about sex. I think, I don't know. Like we, not weird. it was better. Good. Yeah. Than I think like. I've heard people with like really like Christian upbringings have had like a tough time where people were like, don't do like nobody actively ever told me don't do that. Um, My mom always said sex was supposed to be fun. But after listening to the like first few episodes of how come she cried because she was like, I thought I taught you. Like I thought I told you about orgasms. I'm like really sorry. Um, Like my parents are not that religious and they're, they're very nice and cool, but I like don't feel comfortable having these kind of conversations. I don't know if that's something that's specific to me. I don't know if I'm generalizing. It's like a Catholic Italian family. Like we're right? like not really Catholic. No, no, but it's, it's the trickle down exactly. of the culture. Exactly. And, and it's like, yeah. that's not like, cause nobody wants to be the one that's going to 
like embarrass the former generations. Like even when I would talk, like I live with my grand, my grandmother's just passed away, but I, I started the podcast at her house. I lived with her when I started talking to her about it. Like, there you go. You're talking to your grandma about it. Yeah. And I, I would be like, Mind I'm starting. Blown. Cause I wanted to, I, she had to know. I was like, I'm starting this thing. I've never had an orgasm. Um, I asked Charlotte if she has, and she's like, says yes, but not with another person. And my grandmother goes, what do you mean? Like alone? And I was like, yeah. She goes like masturbating. And I was like, yeah. And she goes, well, I've never done that. And I was like, oh, but have you had an orgasm? She says, oh yes. Papa was very giving. <laughs> that's, great. that's great bless yeah. his heart you know so, yeah. i think it's easier to for daughters to speak with their mothers about this than it is for boys to speak with their fathers i used to sex. speak to my mother Maybe. about stuff yeah my and then mom she'd be like, gave, Are you sure you don't want to talk to your dad about this my mom gave the hmm. my brothers a way better sex talk than she gave me and my sister like she would give them like idiot's guide to like and she and she would be like touch her face you know mm. like all like the right romantic ins and outs that they weren't learning from porn i i read what's happening to my body for girls i remember you told me that. uh which yeah. was a book that was given to my sister in the throes of per, uh, puberty yeah and i picked it up as spank bank material yep. really yep. i remember yeah diagrams of uteruses <laughs> and tiny nipples getting larger and longer yeah. that you it's know amazing. for years you're cranking it to that yeah. yeah, we had one computer in the house, and it was two. Nobody was ever gone long enough for me to download LimeWire, right. download yeah. seven videos, skip through the six that were the bald guy putting his head inside that vagina. Oh my god, uh, that video! Get to the one good one of Jenna Jameson on a boat, Dude. and then <laughs> get really, off, clean up, delete the files, delete LimeWire, and then get back. You know, it's so much easier to just jump right into like. You know, three months. Your in, pubes and you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's fine to have a little stubble, a little peach fuzz. Like it's like the, a girl yeah. in the shower, like shaving. Yeah, Francis. totally. Like, oh, that's great. Vulvas and you know. Yes, Did you talk to your vulvas. parents about this stuff? Um, I talked to my dad once. I had I brought it up. I had questions about condoms because mm. the when I lost my virginity, uh, the girl I lost my virginity to, the condom broke, mm. and I instantly thought just instant pregnancy uh, i was like boom i didn't i didn't i didn't come you know <laughs> i didn't do anything there was nothing in the condom but immediately i was like we're, we're having a kid my life is over yeah the, the life i thought i knew toast <laughs> and uh and he, my dad was like i hate to say this but you're gonna be fine like you know he he dispelled the myth to me the fear which led to mm. me becoming more reckless sexually right. at an earlier age yeah it's like yeah, ooh, yeah, dad you yeah. didn't finish the talk yeah yeah um i'm gonna tell my kids and i think about this a lot mm -hmm. in the in the conversation like look dude stick with condoms as long as you can yeah. because once you also once you take it off you're never gonna want to go back <laughs> totally oh my god i've never even known like i can't even imagine wise words you know what i mean yeah like if i had never known yeah how good raw dog sex is i yeah. would still enjoy having sex with a condom yeah i wouldn't be like ah, i don't need that you know what i mean like i'd still be questing for it and all that shit i would say teach kid i mean you were probably masturbating constantly that's great but for me like I feel like I had sex way earlier because I thought this is the only way I can be like sexually gratified. Like that's what I saw in movies was that like people having sex are both like getting 
they're just screaming instantly yeah. and i was like oh my god like if you had told me like hey no you can masturbate and like never get an std and never get pregnant i would have been like i will be at home really uh, yeah interesting yeah so you went looking for it yeah i was always trying to mold myself to be like a girl that guys would like so that like maybe they'd fuck me at instead what age i'm did like you, sorry yeah what age did you lose your virginity 16 yeah that was when i lost mine too yeah but that was considered late i was 18 18 18 oh, yeah. pathetic you like the nancy <laughs> <laughs> ah pathetic the nancy drew of orgasms yeah this lifelong quest yeah it's impressive thank you i'm gonna tell my kids i'm gonna be like listen the rule with condoms if you know anybody who knows her you don't have to wear one yeah if you <laughs> there know you go. anybody who yeah. knows her why yeah. i'm good i'm joking <laughs> three degrees not... of unprotected sex <laughs> I have one other really interesting question. This is something that I thought about, and I'm so glad you're here for this. Yeah. To witness how interesting you are. Okay. Would you you rather find out that your boyfriend Mm. tried to cheat on you and was rejected Mm -hmm. or cheated on you? What? Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, like so. In in one situation, he's a loser. Correct. And, Correct. Okay. But he didn't with the intention com- to he cheat. He didn't. Uh, what's the word? Uh, you know, he couldn't make it happen. Yeah, when he you couldn't consummate, seal, he couldn't Wasn't a consummate the cheat. Yeah, but he for all the only thing that stopped. It I would from rather. Was I mean, either way, person. I'm going to break up with him, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess I'd rather he be a loser. Because then we break up and then he keeps trying and I right. go on and flourish. Interesting. And that just proves the nature of the complication of that question. Because mm-hmm. at surface value, you'd think the answer would be the first option. But in reality, maybe that not. That is the first option. No, no, no. For you. He and tries you answered, to you cheat. answered after thinking it through. Yeah. But most people initially would say, I'd obviously rather him. Oh. I would rather I, you'd, I'd rather him fully cheat on me. Yeah, but the, yeah. yours comes back around. Yeah, like never mind. Mine comes to thoughts for the future, but also right. then you think about thoughts for the past. Is like, ooh, I've been dating a loser this whole time. Yes, I don't yes. love that. And not only that, but the person who rejected your boyfriend is, is always hotter than like, me. Yo, yeah, right. I'm better. Thinks that they're better. But the you. person who got my boyfriend also thinks she's hotter than me. That's stupid. Um. Yeah. Maybe. Right. If maybe. he cheats on me fully with somebody, she's like, I, yeah. Yeah, but the, I, I think there's a superiority. <laughs> she <starts Carl> <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think there's a superiority that comes with like, okay, I ch- turned down the guy that you're in a serious relationship. Yeah, that's Imagine hearing that from them. You. Just so you know, your boyfriend's a loser. He tried to fuck. Yeah. Me. No, that's horrible. Yeah. No, but what I meant is that it is. The first is probably worse, where at surface value, it seems like the second is worse. The second is probably, um, like, the second could be a situation yeah. where, like, he's too fucked up, or, I mean, right, whatever. Right. Or, like, he's really fucked up. And he, he tried and, not to. And he tried not, or, yeah, whatever. whatever. Mm-hmm. The first one is, uh, I've actually experienced before. I found um, G-chats right. of an ex mm. reaching out, trying to hook up with somebody, and failing. And I was still like, I'm going to break up with him in like four to six months. But like, hmm. I, yeah, you're a loser. I, I, for yeah. me, I'd rather that it, it, my girlfriend consummate the cheat. Mm. I'd pick none of the above. I have to pick one that I know. For the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, you, you would prefer that she consummates the cheat? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I think keeping my ego intact is is Value. better is served paramount. by right, right. is better served by someone <laughs> my my girlfriend being like yeah I went out and banged someone else right and then I, especially if I look at him and he's like some super hunky guy and I'm you like, look at I a lot of shirtless you, pics you know? of him like, right. <laughs> good on you you know I've experienced this in many ways too like yeah. like um do you want your the guy to be cooler than you or not mm. ugh like. That's tough. And the answer is I want him to not be. <laughs> you want I, him to be like a weasel? I want her to be on the decline. <laughs> like Maybe little, not a weasel. Like a sniffling weasel? But I want to be able to say I am cooler than that guy. Yeah. She has peaked. Yeah. She's now on her way down. Mm. The, oh. the, her career, she's, her minutes are being limited. Her stats are less impressive. And she is now at this state, the twilight she's years Enron. of her career. Yeah. Her stocks have plummeted. Instead of she has used me as a platform to achieve greatness yes. with some superior man. Yes. Wow. All right, so then what if your girlfriend, and this is a silly question, but what if your girlfriend cheated on you with an A-list celebrity who is at the top of their game? It hurts even more. Because a lot of guys are like, I wouldn't even be mad if I found out my girlfriend cheated on me with Leonardo DiCaprio. Those guys are losers. Yeah. Mm. Those guys are Yeah, because they want to touch greatness via vag. Like, what? Yeah. Right? That's part of right. it. Yeah. And also, like, you're, you're making an admission that Leo is so far superior to you and will that always that would be, be so an far honor. superior to you. Yeah, it would be an honor. You're not even, you're not, you don't have high goals. Well, okay, but striving. then there is the, okay, the idea of compersion. Have you heard of compersion? No. Okay, so in polyamory, compersion is like when you have happiness from other people's happiness. Mm -hmm. Like their mm -hmm. pleasure makes you happiness, which is, makes you happiness. Cuckery. <laughs> yeah, cuckery. Um, but like in like the nicest like what? Like I'm a very jealous person. I don't think I could ever achieve compersion, but I do think it's a really nice idea that it's like, wow, you always wanted to hook up with Leon. Like if I got to hook up with Robert Pattinson, that's my hall pass. Okay, Ben better be fucking happy about it because mm. I'm gonna be ecstatic. Now, do you mean that, or are you kind of just kidding? Both. That's a great question. But also, I really want to fuck that's Robert Pattinson. If... And let me like, if you are listening, sir, please. Right. And I and I'm with you, and Please, that's, I love Robert Pattinson. Like, come He's on, the new Batman, right? Total hunky dory, hottest also, vampire, unbelievable. Ever. A big, you know, I was a big Cedric Diggory fan. Is that me it? too? Yeah. Is it, he's Cedric Diggory, right? Yes. Yeah, so good. My boy. We run into yeah. problems with this. My though. son. My, my boy. boy. <laughs> my boy is dead. My boy. Oh, it's this... the most heartbreaking thing in any Harry Potter movie. Yeah. This, um, this is problematic though because we. You're not that far removed from him. You don't think so? You're, you you're could, not. I know you're not. We you know people who dated happen. him. What? Cleo, remember Cleo? Like our friend dated him. That's wild. So like you meeting him is not a crazy possibility, which is why I do not believe in the list thing. In the list? I do okay. not believe in it. And when my girlfriend thinks celebrities are hot, I get fucking pissed and jealous. Timothy Chalamet, I'm upset with because of it. But I'm mm. upset with Timothy Chalamet because my girlfriend thinks he's, he's hot gay and it makes icon. me jealous. He's awesome. I'm yeah. like, you know? Yeah, he's great. Okay, well, Remy, I mean, my God, this has been an absolutely fantastic, so fun. enlightening, interesting episode. Uh, we've talked, we talk about mistakes a lot. We haven't really addressed some of yours, but yeah, some. I'm sure that you, in in some of the stories you've shared, we yeah. gleaned a bit of a, a sense of of some of maybe the some regrets or things. that I've done. Do you have anything that you can recall or would like to share with us about a time where you wish you could have that back? Yes. 
Um, any of the times that I was like having sex with people and they were just like doing a bunch of stuff to me and I was like waiting for the good part to come, I would take that back. Cause like I used to think that guys like went to some like special sex school and they just like knew all the moves and like you just have to like lay back and like wait, you know, and be huh. like, oh yeah, maybe this one, maybe this. No, I would go back to the drawing board. I would learn how to make it happen myself, which is like the whole thing. Um, and then go on to coach those people to do that um, instead. Of, and like also there's a bunch of times that I would just like have sex when I didn't even want to because I would just be like, eh, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly. And then during I'd be like, this is not fun. And yeah, I would be like, you know, you could stop the sex in the middle and just be like, I don't want to do it anymore. Um, that, it kind of sounds like these are rapes. They're not. It's situations like where, like, yeah, people just, like, want to fuck, and you're like, no, but fine. Yeah, maybe self-rapes. Don't don't uh, have sex when you don't want to. Right. It's not going to be fun. Yeah. And masturbate more. That's, it, that's my oops of fantastic. my Fantastic. <laughs> wow. That was pretty, uh, that got me thinking. Because uh, I'll be honest with you. There have been a lot of times where I've been having sex 100%. halfway through where I was like, what am I doing? I didn't really think about it until I had um, Christian Finnegan and John Fugel saying on the podcast. And they're both like men like that are like maybe four, or late 40s. Um, and they were like, yeah, like a lot of sex I had, I just did because I was like a guy. And like if you went to a girl's house, like you were supposed to have sex. And so like you would. And I'd like force myself to do that. And it's like, nah, don't force yourself to have sex. Right. Just don't have sex. Or wait till the next time or yeah hmm. yeah amazing well uh that's great advice and and for more incredible advice on sex and dating and love and oh, uh all of those wonderful things uh tune into remy's podcast how come um yes on like come everything C-U-M. itunes spotify yep. all that um where can we find you on social media remy casimir r-e-m-y-k-a-s-s like sam i-m-i-r on instagram i'm really into twitter now tweet me um, I've got a TikTok, uh, RemyCasimir.com for stand updates. If you want to come see me in New York City, I have a weekly show at the stand called Bacon Bits every Sunday, 3 p.m. You get free bacon. There's bottomless most specials. You get drunk as fuck now that football's over. It's the place to be. Hell yeah. Yeah. G, anything? Yeah, I got some shows coming up uh, in February scattered. I'm po- I'll probably post them on Instagram on my story. Uh, and that's at not Julio with a J. Julio. I am at Francis C.C. Ellis. Come see me in Philadelphia at Helium, March 5th to the 7th. Hope to see you there. This is Oops the Podcast. See you next week. Can I add it one in? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And if you want to follow How Come, it is How Come Podcast. We put up a lot of fun polls. Hell yeah. yeah. Thanks, Remy. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Cheers. <laughs>